DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and it has a week five offer for every football fan you need to jump on. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either of their teams scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, see? So I'd say this is a no-brainer. DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. They're the bee's knees. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, see? DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your coins whenever you want. That's cash, I mean. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Speaking of quick, <sighs> were you gonna say something? Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, yep that that's Broncos fans. This week we're gonna say nothing. No, no room for us to shut up the haters as the Broncos just get absolutely dominated by the Baltimore Ravens. And not dominated in like the sense that the Ravens scored 40 points and the Broncos scored zero, the way the Bills dominated the Texans. The Ravens just controlled the game almost from start to finish. The Broncos had control. They lost it. We're going to get into the recap of this miserable piece of shit football game. Uh, right after I say today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR. And they're going to hook you up. They're going to take care of you. Unlike the Broncos taking care of me and my personal needs, I'm Brandon Burner here with Will Keys, the great, who is wearing a bench warmer brew shirt right now. Uh, those will be That's going right. back on sale this month. So great timing, Will. Just had a meeting about those. So uh, hopefully we'll be dropping some of those guys soon. But Broncos, Ravens. Before we actually break down the game, well, yes. Give me one reason I should be hopeful about this Broncos team. One reason why I shouldn't feel like we're about to go down 2019 and 2020 all over again, because that's what this game felt like. It gave me Vietnam level flashbacks. And I don't say that ironically. I mean, I'm as tortured and haunted as a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, I think that's a, an apt analogy, certainly appropriate um, at this time. But okay, maybe not that much. Um, no, 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 no. Easy. It's good. And it yeah, it conveys the point. Yeah, I'm going to give you two good reasons um, to back away from the ledge, metaphorically speaking. Okay. Uh, there's still three in one. I know it's it, no one wants to hear it. No one wants to hear it. They're like, okay, what does that mean? We're going three and 14. No, they're three and one. Okay. That's still a winning record. 
uh, the Raiders lose tomorrow. They're, they're still atop the AFC West. Second of all, and this is the big thing, the Ravens are really, really good. Are they the best team you've ever seen, Will? I think they might be better than the best team I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, who won the Super Bowl last year? The Buccaneers? I Probably the Ravens, now that I think about it. Yeah, I, I think the remember. Ravens are trying to go back-to-back Super Bowl champions. I don't think any team on earth could actually beat this Ravens squad. No, I mean, point. okay, so here's, here's what worked. Everybody um, and their mother gave you the game plan this week. And it's not, you know, it's something we've heard since Lamar Jackson entered the league. Oh, you have to make him beat you from the pocket. Well, they took away the run, you know, until the the very final snap of the game. Um, They took away the run for the most part. And they said, okay, Lamar Jackson, beat us with your arm from the pocket. And you know what he said? Okay, I will. Yeah. And he did. He threw for 300 yards for just the second time in his career. Yeah. Um, and it's such a silly thing to say because this is a guy who threw 36 touchdown passes in a season, and we still act like uh, he's a one dimensional yeah. running. Not us. It's just, no, not us. Idiots. Yeah. People who do like, I don't think have a very good grasp on how the Ravens play football. Um, who maybe only watched them in the playoffs, which I think would be fair. But, no, he just had a hell of a game, and he picked on Patrick Sertan, and the safeties got crossed up on that touchdown. Oh, past Hollywood Brown. And, um, yeah, they exposed the Broncos' secondary um, as a unit that's probably not as good as we thought. Yeah, the Broncos got worked. It's – Okay, so the big there's another big story in this game. Teddy Bridgewater went down with an injury. We will get to that. So Drew Locke got some time to play. The difference, I think, is uh, this. John Harbaugh and the Ravens coaching staff are going to do a better job game planning for a game than the Broncos coaching staff. So I think the Ravens were yes. prepared to have the run not be very effective. It seemed... Like they were going to throw and they were going to ask like Lamar to not run as much in this game, because I felt like there were a few opportunities where he could run, but they're trying to, to get the ball downfield. So it seemed like the Ravens had a game plan to take advantage of a weakness they saw in the Broncos or just double down on, uh, you know, a favorable matchup, which turned out to be their passing game because they didn't run the ball well uh latavius murray 3.3 yards per carry just 59 uh, on 18 carries lamar jackson had 28 yards Le'Veon bell had 11 yards on four attempts and uh Devontae freeman one yard one carry four yards so the ravens keeping freeman and i feel like i saw this like two weeks ago freeman came out had one great run and then they just ignored him for the rest of the game yeah so it's just a weird way to, to use him because, uh, I don't know, he looks faster and more explosive than Bell. But anyway, better coach. Yeah, team. I don't understand the Le'Veon Bell uh, thing at this point. It's it's no longer 2017. But, yeah, no, I mean, to your point, if you looked at those numbers after the game and those were the only stats that you saw, you'd be like, oh, we won this game. We probably won this game. And what you didn't account for was uh, the offense. 
yeah, our offense specifically, because when you take a step back and it feels like kind of watching the game, you get a little emotional and you're like, Oh, this defense sucks. Like our, our defense is, you know, a little bit fraudulent. And in totality, that's not really the case because they shut down for the most part. Yeah. One of the best rushing attacks that the NFL has ever seen. Yeah. And force them to beat you the way that you want them to beat you. Just turns out the Ravens executed really well in the passing game. Um, but yeah, we didn't account for Teddy Bridgewater going out with a concussion, Drew Locke having to come in and, and play a half of football. And uh, to be honest, like Pat Shermer abandoned a run game that I thought was working. Uh, average per carry from both backs. <laughs> 6.2, 6.9 yards, Gordon and yeah. Williams. Yeah. Um, it was nine attempts for Gordon, seven for Javante Williams. Um, yeah, he abandons it. And then when Locke was in there, he didn't even fucking try to run the ball. No. He, he, the very first play they handed off, and then there's like not I, – and I get it. You're, you're down, but you were only down two scores, two touchdowns. Uh, and that's – I think the defense maybe looking worse was two things. One, the Broncos blew an opportunity to get a lead early. So you this the defense never had a lead in this game, never had the advantage of playing with a lead, and that, that helps your defense. And then they blew the play to Hollywood Brown. You take that play out of there, that's like one play you can give them back. Not a horrible performance by them because in – addition to stopping the run they allowed the two touchdowns let's 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 just say you know two touchdowns the rest are field goals they put the the offense in a position to win the game the offense could just they never could crawl back in and we talked about this on the podcast like this offense not being built to make up a big lead that was proven correct, but also the defense gave them the time to chip away at a lead, which this offense should be able to do Yeah, with Teddy Bridgewater. And I don't know if, if Teddy didn't get hurt, I don't think the Broncos win this game. I think it might've been a little bit closer, but they were struggling to move the ball with Teddy pressure was nonstop by the Ravens when he was in there. Teddy gets lit up in the fucking face. And you see for the first time in the history of the game, the refs not throw a flag for a quarterback, uh, except for Cam Newton, of course, when the Broncos uh, <laughs> yeah. did the same thing to him. But yeah. like it was back-to-back plays too. Deontay Spencer got hit. I thought a little late where you would could argue the defender saw that he didn't catch the ball and could have uh, let up on the hit. So he leaves the game hurt. And then the next play, Teddy goes out with a concussion and it yeah, just all I mean, went downhill after that. Totally. And it, it's so it was so weird to see a game that started seven nothing. And it just like it flipped and it just felt like the Ravens had zapped all the energy out of the stadium and, and out of the team as a whole. And from that point on, yeah, like the two hits. Um, and yeah, you could have thrown a flag on either of them. Oh, and yeah, I, the Broncos I, did score first. Yeah, they, they scored first. They're but they should have been up 14 they... to zero. That was the point. Yeah, yeah. And another point, too, um, is that KJ Hamler goes out and everybody is saying, 
okay, who's the guy that needs to step up? The tight ends. Noah Fant, you know, Noah Fant catches the touchdown. Uh, I thought he had an opportunity on the first drive that he did make a play. And then Albert O was the other guy who he really needed to step up. And he dropped a touchdown. And, and Brandon's leaving me. Must be something really, really important. Okay. I've got some notes I'm going to go over for everybody. I want to see that Javante Williams 31-yard run on angry runs on good morning football. Oh, and he's back. Sorry. Albert O dropped the touchdown pass. That was Albert O drops the touchdown pass. He was the guy who was, who was going to pick up some of the slack for KJ Hamler. He failed. Uh, we didn't see anything from David Moore. Not that, you know, we really expected to because he just signed like, uh, you know, five days ago. So that's, that's fine. Maybe we'll get something out of him next week, but they looked like the offense looked like it lacked um, proper spacing in the passing game because you want the threat of KJ Hamler deep and you're not getting that um, with just Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and the Ravens corners, Anthony Averett and Marlon Humphrey did a a really, really good job on both those guys today, but the Ravens were able to stack the box and they're able to get pressure and it didn't help that the Broncos had two starting guards out. Um, But that was kind of the story. They, they packed the box and, and brought pressure and, the Broncos weren't able to adjust. No. Um, the Albert O drop touchdown killed them. Just it did, killed yeah. them. Uh, <laughs> when, when that happened in my head, I was like, this is, this is just maybe a bad not. Omen. Yeah. I was like, this is a bad omen because they were, they came out hot. They were driving down the field. It just ended. It killed that momentum. Um, and, yeah, and you get the sense that maybe if they complete that pass, it gets the Ravens to maybe <clears throat> respect the pass a little bit more. Yeah, maybe gets them out of their game plan a little bit. If they go up 14-0, to zero, then yeah. it's like the, the Ravens are in the position the Broncos were. Um, but beyond that, I thought Cortland Sutton looked a little off, too. Um, yeah, yeah. It's he, he had, was a week two was a really good game. He had like the 159 yards and then last two weeks, he really hasn't been effective. Uh, one of the deep passes to him, it kind of looked like he kind of tripped up on his own knee a little bit, uh, kind of messing up his route and the timing with the throw. So he kind of looked off to me. I don't know if there's something else going on there, um, but you lose Teddy and then you should feel okay about Drew Locke coming in because just a month ago, we thought this would, he would be starting this season, you know, okay, five weeks ago, whatever. He did nothing to prove that he should have started over Teddy. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot going wrong with the offense, but you would like to have seen him make some plays. And then his best play, his best play was called back because. Uh, yeah tell me if you've heard this one a garrett balls holding penalty um i didn't get like i'm not using that to criticize garrett balls because you know a lineman's going to get called for a holding penalty every now and then you can look at the play and say it shouldn't have been called like i whatever i think it's probably hold it was just the timing of it 
it was just the pain that is we have been caused by those type of penalties, not just bowls, but those penalties in those situations like that play represents, I feel like so much that's went wrong with the Broncos the last two seasons where you finally make a play and then it's coming back. Yeah. If this game was like a flashback to Vietnam, the the Garrett Bowles holding was like hearing voices in the trees. (laughs) Uh, That really like solidified it. Totally. Yeah. I, I didn't think that was a hold either too. And it was a great play by Locke that again, like I don't think they claw their way back into this game, but we wanted to make it respectable at a certain point. It's like, okay, you know, our offense is battling uphill and we finally make a play and that's what you're going to call. It felt yeah, like because like a, a touchdown there puts them within a touchdown, right? Yeah. Anything can at happen. That point. Anything can happen at that point. You know, you just want to get, you want to get plays right. And I don't want to be the ref screwed us guy because at a certain point you hope that these things even out. But I think my overall point watching football this year is that officiating is really bad. Yeah. It's not, it's not just us. It's just, it's been bad across the board. And if you saw anything from that Steelers package game with the block field goal um, that they called an offsides on against the Steelers, that kind of underscores it. And uh, we need to see some changes. That's my take. Yeah, these be like repercussions for bad officiating. Yeah, the delay game against the Lions. Yeah, and or no delay. Something game. weird happened with the play clock in the Broncos game too. Yeah, that was weird. That uh, was weird. It just it reset like, it. They kept re- they reset it after it had been running forever. Like I don't know what happened there. It seems like a, the the officials made a mistake probably in communicating that the play was running to the Ravens or something. But it looked like the Ravens got about an extra forty seconds to run a damn play. Um, I want you to explain to me exactly what happened in the, the Steelers Packers game, because I don't know, because I was live streaming. But yeah, I, I didn't... do. Or <laughs> I do will. This is a great time for me to mention to you about my friends over at draft King sports book. Uh, let's see. Let me do what, what is today? The second it's been a great start to the season the nfl season that is and it's only getting better DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl uh DraftKings is kicking off another great week of action by giving all new customers can't miss offer you bet just one dollar on any football game this week and receive 150 dollars in free bets instantly no matter what i'd recommend putting that free dollar on the broncos game against the steelers this week because no matter what happens, you're going to walk away a winner. Uh, in this football season, DraftKings is giving all new customers a titillating uh, same-game parlay you can do. Now, I did not hit on my same-game parlay this week. I was close. The Cowboys scored too many points. I thought they would struggle against the Panthers' defense. They did not but I did bet the Jets to beat the Titans in the bet of the century. And so I made some good money there. Sometimes you just got to go with your gut, I'd say. 
DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit, withdraw your money whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR to get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Okay, so what happens um, in this Pittsburgh-Green Bay game? Uh, Green Bay is up 14-10 at the end of the second quarter. Uh, they're about to kick a field goal to take a 17-10 lead. Minka Fitzpatrick times the snap perfectly, blocks the field goal, recovers the fumble, and runs it in for a touchdown. Oh, wow. And there's a flag for offsides. And you look at it again, and he just timed it perfectly. Like, I think the same thing happened with Vaughn Miller today in the Broncos yeah. game is he just got such a perfect jump that the refs, you know, get scared and throw a flag. And that's what happened to the Giants too, right? Well, people say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. With the um, Dexter Lawrence one. I think that yeah. one was a little different because it looked like Dexter Lawrence tried to pull back a little bit after he made his initial move. Uh, I think the timing was probably solid, but uh, he tried to pull back a little bit. But yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> Like the NFL should want plays like that to stand. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's just a blocked field goal taken for a touchdown. Like that's impressive. Yeah. That's the type of shit people you, are gonna look up to watch. You, you and can't even review it either. That's ridiculous. It's it, a scoring it, play though, but you can't review it. But they're not reviewing the score. They're oh reviewing God. the. Uh, Dude, because I'm working on that Lions video, and it was the the same thing that, uh, well, it was I guess like the it was Justin Forsett was down on this play that he took. Oh, for a I touchdown. remember this. Yeah, yeah. Against and they the tried to challenge it, but you weren't allowed to um, challenge it because it was a scoring play. And then at the time. If you even if you tried to challenge a scoring play, they wouldn't even review the play. Yeah. That was part of the penalty. It's like we're not even going to review it because you tried to challenge it. So this seems like one of those things where, like, if it's a blocked uh field goal that results for a touchdown, but you did they blow the play bet dead? It's hard to tell because I'm watching it with the sound off, but um right. I mean, I if the play's not just blown like, dead and it goes for the score, that's why you let it go for the score so you can review the play. Yeah, they've done a better job at that, but... But, yeah, I guess you can't review the enough. penalty, right? That's why. It's a weird situation where I think if it's a scoring play, the penalty should also be reviewed if it's a... Especially if it's a subjective call like that. Um. Anyway... It's dumb. Um, I've got a question for you if, if we want to make this quick, but I thought we would talk about it at the end is your thoughts on Jim Harbaugh calling a run play on the very last play of the game to extend their 100-yard rushing streak. Fucking love it. Hate it really? as a Broncos fan, but like if that's my coach, that's the kind of guy I want to play for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Drew Locke threw a pick right there at the end, right? To give the ball back 
Is that what yeah. happened? I was eating chili and uh, hanging with my baby. So I missed exactly what happened there. Um, <laughs> that's a coach that's just aware of everything that's going on. It's like, oh, we got three yards to keep the streak going and we can do it right now. Let's let's do it. Yeah, but it's not really organic if you if you do it on a kneel uh, on a kneel down. Yeah. Right? Dude, to get the to go past the Steelers, is that isn't that who they passed for the record? Yeah, that's true. That's a division rival. Like if the Broncos needed three yards to pass the Chiefs for some arbitrary record, nobody will give a shit about. Let's do it every time. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. I guess my my point is um I didn't I don't really have like a huge problem with it because at that point it's like, all right, I guess, you know, if we can't stop them here, then fine it gives the broncos a chance to get the ball back whatever it doesn't matter at that point right um if you're upset that greg shiano uh sent his guys like rushing hard against eli manning at the end of that one game during the kneel down trying to win the game in a one score game then you know you should be upset about jim harbaugh running the ball on a uh, meaningless kneel down at the end of the game Stay consistent with your uh, complaints. Consistent. That's consistent. what you're saying. Yeah. I also respect that. Um, Teddy's got a concussion, so his game status this week will be up in the air. Yeah, the earliest he can practice is Friday. So I would Ooh. expect – and you kind of saw it too. Like the changing of the gloves thing was kind of weird. Yeah. Because it looked like he was hurt. He kept like moving his fingers around and they were showing it on CBS, like zooming in on his hands. And so it looked like he maybe got, I don't know, like hit and like lost some feeling maybe in his hands oh. that he was trying to get back. So that was kind of scary. But so um, maybe he, he actually, the hit that gave him the concussion could happen a little bit earlier. <clears throat> yeah, that's, um, that's kind of what I felt like. Could be. And then he got smashed in the face twice. And then the concussion symptoms were evident. That's exactly what happened to me in my last football game ever. Ooh. I was hit in the third quarter, flung to the ground, head hits it, stand up feeling dizzy. But I, was, I still played. Like, I didn't think anything of it. And then I got hit again, and then I blacked out. I don't remember shit after that. But so, like, that scenario can happen, and I know it from experience. Um. Back in ninth grade football, <laughs> um, that's when you—that's when you and I both uh, capped out our football careers. Ninth grade, yeah. that was year seven of tackle football. I'd had enough. <laughs> um, we'll talk about the Steelers later. I guess like that's a game they have to win because I don't think the Steelers are particularly good, but they're going to get another good defense, and I just don't <laughs> trust this offense to be able to score points, and that's a mix of it not really being the identity of the offense of injuries are really starting to pile up, uh, especially in the ball catching department uh, might've been a good week to have Trinity Benson on the roster. Um, depends on what that draft pick will turn into at some point. Maybe another Caden Stearns. Who knows? He look great. Wait. Caden Stearns or Justin Strenad? Caden Stearns. <laughs> yeah, definitely Caden Stearns. I Two can't slots. tell him part. Is Was Kareem Jackson who gave up the big touchdown to Yeah, well, it's Hollywood. like it almost looked like Simmons and Jackson both screwed up. 
Yeah, but it was. I mean, a, somebody should have covered a, Hollywood there, but yeah, it was over Kareem Jackson's head. Like, it, I guess it's just a matter of responsibility, right? Like, are they playing halves of the field, and you have like to be it. able to s- switch the guy off there, or is it? I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna say probably Jackson. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know if it was Jackson in the game or Stearns in the game at that point. I just couldn't see it when I was doing the live stream. Yeah, no, Caden Stearns would never let that happen. I mean, yeah, if we're looking for positives, we'll end on a positive note. You look great. Caden Stearns, okay. No Uh, other positives today. Shelby Harris batted down uh, a pass, as did McTelvin Aguim. He had a bat. Um, Great Kyle Fuller and John Harbaugh exchanged uh, some words on the sideline. Don't know what was said there, but probably stop hitting our players in the head. Maybe. <laughs> um, let me see here. Yeah, Javante Williams. He will be a contender for the uh, angry run of the week on Good Morning Football. I guarantee that. Him and him and Taysom for sure. Uh, Taysom had was his touchdown run beastly. Oh. Oh, he, he shook like, or he didn't shake him. He like powered through seven guys. Mm. It's one of those like runs you have to see Chris Berman call because it's going to be. Ooh. Yeah. Going to be some good contenders. Um, yeah. And Mark Andrews was a problem just as we thought he might be. Mark Andrews was a problem. He is a problem. He remains to be a problem. He's very good at tight end. Uh, our tight ends need to be something like that they're not a problem right now no nope. except that, well they're a little bit of a problem for the broncos yeah oh drew lock if he plays against the steelers that's the team that injured him last year yes yes i, I mean wow. uh, yeah we'll give him like you know we'll give him a week to get reps and prepare to start right yeah if something different happens and like i said he made one very good play it was just called back. Like, he Off was schedule. rolling, he broke a sack attempt, and then he threw a great pass for first down on third and 13. Like, had all the makings of a clutch play, and it just <laughs> didn't work out. Sure didn't. Shout out to Kendall Hinton, though. Kendall Hinton getting a, getting a grab in this game. One for 13. Yeah, and almost holding, you know, he did catch that 22-yard pass that got called back. So oh, looked, that was the, yeah, that on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, that was a great catch. Looks like a contributor. All right. Well, we'll see you guys Wednesday when we pick all the games. For, uh, uh, update you on some Broncos news and then have a prediction on Saturday. We predicted yeah. a win. We were wrong. Very wrong. Good night. John Elway Torres ACL never played football in the professional manner with two functioning ACLs. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and it has a week five offer for every football fan you need to jump on. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either of their teams scores a point. 
The last 0 0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, see? So I'd say this is a no brainer. DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same game parlays. They're the bee's knees. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, see? DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your coins whenever you want. That's cash, I mean. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.